Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel, in stock now. Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Right down the east coast of Australia and across the SEN network. Welcome to the Summer Run Home on SEN. Welcome to the Summer Run Home, thanks to Hyundai. Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel in stock now. And Blundstone Rotofleck by Blundstone. Stability meets the freedom to move. Uh, it's me, Barney, in The Professor is Away. We're supposed to be doing uh, the drive shift all summer, but he's uh, he's taken basically our first full week off. Um, and right now, I'd like to welcome all our listeners, however you're tuning in, 11.70am in Sydney, 11.693am in Brisbane, uh, SEN 16.20am on the Gold Coast, or if you're listening live on the SEN app, uh, download the SEN app at the App Store or Google Play Store. Uh, or if you're belatedly tuning in, if you missed the show but you thought, I cannot miss the summer run home, uh, check out the Run Home with Joel and Fletch podcast. Subscribe at Apple, Spotify, or wherever all good podcasts are downloaded. As I said, uh, it's supposed to be the Professor and Barney all summer long, but the Professor has taken this week off. So uh, being a Newcastle boy myself, I thought, who do I get in to help me out this week? Yes. And uh, one of Newcastle's greatest men. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Paul Harrigan. Yeah. Paul Harrigan's here. <laughs> right, uh, no, no, no. A true great. Uh, Steve Philpy. Philp. Philpy, how are you, mate? Oh, mate, this is going to be unreal. We're going to just alienate the listeners with so much Newcastle talk. It's going to be ridiculous. Either that or we're going to get an, S- uh, an SEN uh, AM uh, like frequency in Newcastle and uh, be good we'll idea. just base everything out of there. It be good. It, it it does feel a little bit like a babushka doll radio. Like so, it's, I meant to be like the professor and Barney who were filling in for Fletch and Joel. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the professor's not here, and then I'm here. And then maybe like, because where is James the professor gone? Has he's gone on? He's holidays. on holidays. Yeah, he's on holidays. Before we get into that though, yeah. I will welcome the other <laughs> the other gents in the room. Uh, Nathan Brooksy Brooks. Hey gents, hey. welcome Philpy to the run home. I think we were working together on crunch time. We have. In 2022, but yeah. you've made the step up to weekday radio, there we go. which I is done, great. I've done one of these before, one only. Oh, yeah, you did yeah. too. Obviously Joel, very sorry. memorable. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, yeah. Extremely memorable. Yeah. No, that was great. It you was one I, of the best. I think it was in the best of podcasts that yeah. week. <laughs> and on, off the strength of that debut, you're in for a week in summer. There we uh, go. Now, uh, of course, pushing the buttons for us this afternoon, Gibbo, how are you, mate? Good, Barney. G'day, Philpy. Welcome to... Welcome back. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> How are we going, boys? I've I've lost the moon boot, by the way, guys. I noticed update. that. Now, is that um, doctor's orders? Is the doctor said, okay, uh, Gibbo, you're good to take that off, or did you just uh, get get the tom tits and throw it out? I, I got the tom tits and just threw it out. Yeah. Well, I'm still going to be wearing it, but when I'm going to do during the week. I'll wear it, and then on the weekend, it's a bit more. Gibbo, can you confirm when you took it off, did you do a shoey? Like, did you? No, nah, no shoey. Well, <laughs> a moon boot shoey? A moon booty. I mean, looking at the hygiene of that boot, I would be steering clear of it. I did wash it, though. You were but... telling me you did a booty the other day. Yeah. What? No, no, no. That wasn't out of the moon boot, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. It was out of someone's booty. <laughs> Sorry. Context. Context. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, well, mate. It's got, it's got loose early. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a fun one. Coming up on the show today, uh, we're going to chat to Australian Test player Travis Head, see if we can bring him down to our level. <laughs> we got Gary Belcher and Matt Rogers from Sports Day. They're going to chat to us a bit after five, I believe. And uh, we're going to get a sports bet market update with our old mate, Shawnee Omerod. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be a cracking show. Now, um, Philby, we, we've 
the professor and I, since we've taken over summer uh, drive, we've been trying to se- do a lot of segments. So um, first off, I'll ask you, how was your weekend, mate? Yeah, my weekend was all right. Happy New Year, by the way, because I like no, I uh, no no no, I haven't seen you guys this year. Ninth <laughs> of January, mate. See, but I haven't seen you. I haven't seen. All three of you this year, so that's a happy We've new been year. Texting, yeah, you've been, I was gonna say, happy I don't new remember year. texting happy new year. Like, I don't remember, no, HNY. So, all right, let's, let's clear things up. You can't, is there a cutoff point for saying happy new year? Is it's it? got to be. It's Sorry, not... I just thought you called us something. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did as well, <laughs> but is there a deadline? Like, when's the last time you can say happy new year to someone? I, I reckon I'll, I'll give you grace of if. If so, New Year's was a Sunday, so you got that that week, and then to call everyone you know, to call everyone you know, and just go Happy, Happy New, Year. New Year, and then well, don't you just do a group text <laughs> at yeah. some point? I mean, get I'm not one of those people. You're like, not one of those people. I feel it's completely acceptable that if I haven't seen you and it's August, that I can go, Oh, Happy New Year, mate. Oh, mate. That's not... That's, that is. That's what not, if you don't see a bloke for a year and a half? How many happy New Year's are you giving? How many New Year's? <laughs> for 2020, 21, <laughs> and 22. Mate, there was a lot of lockdowns over COVID. You, you, yeah. would have been, you would have been busy getting out of lockdown. Hey, guys, happy New Year to everyone now we're out of lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> happy New Year to all the listeners because I haven't spoken to them either. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Uh, if you want to get involved, text in and tell Philpy he's wrong. Uh, 0457 736 736. If you want to say Happy New Year or uh, give us a call. 1300 01 1170 is the number there. Um, now, another thing we've been doing is uh, I came up with this amazing segment. It's called What Caught My Ear? Oh, yeah. What did yeah. catch your ear? And um, well, <laughs> what caught my ear? It's it's it's, it's highly original. Now, um, ob- obviously, we've just had uh, the Sydney test um, came to a uh, came to a conclusion. And for the purists, is there anything better than a than a good draw in Test cricket? That where you go, gentlemen's rule. We're, we're, we've realised we're just going to finish early and go hit the beers here, boys. Um, one of the one of the great. Uh, Features of Test cricket is that you don't see that in a lot of other sports, Philby. You don't, and you know it's all those those moments where people who detest cricket love too. Yeah, all these guys played for five days, and there's no results. A draw? What, what a sort stupid of a, game! Yeah, what sort of a game is that? Well, it's a great game, and yeah, it is. Shut up! It's a bloody great game. So exactly. Shut up. Yeah. Now, um, the thing the thing that did annoy me though, uh, now there was a lot of rain. Um, let's not beat around the bush. There was a lot of rain. The Friday in Sydney, I think we got 80 mil at my place. Yeah. Um, which is, it's a lot. That's eight centimetres. <laughs> did you oh, measure yeah. were you measuring, Were you measuring this in the shower, by the way? No, no, no. This, I've, got, I've got my little weather station out <laughs> the back. I'll show you. I can, uh, <laughs> oh, I do, mate. It's Tim Bailey over here. Mate, I can check it on my watch. It's all good. It uploads <laughs> Wi-Fi, the whole thing. It's good. Mate, I'll, if we can get a sponsor, a weather station oh, sponsorship, Brooksy. Yeah, now talking, we're talking. Now you're talking. New weather report. I, I would have yeah. loved to have been a weatherman, to be honest. Yeah. Um, we might get you to do a bit of a weather report. Like, um, yeah. Why don't we, in, in one of these breaks, you go outside yeah and we'll call you and like you're one of those like you know i'm down the corner of uh, you know the black oh, like like on sunrise <laughs> yeah. doing something wacky yeah get me, get me in a primary school with some kids get them to sing a song and then i do the then i do the uh, the weather, weather as well oh, yeah. brisbane showers in 28 and then you win a gold yeah. then you win a gold logie and you have a drug problem yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> hey you know what if i can get one of the two it'll be fine <laughs> Now, though, but one of the things that did annoy me, like, yes, there's a lot of rain uh, at the Sydney Test. Um, yes, uh, it did mean we missed quite a bit of cricket. 
Um, but it also meant that we got a test match this summer that went to day five. So you got to look at it that way. The other thing, though, the thing that was really frustrating, more frustrating for me than the rain, is every time something like this happens in Sydney, we get the chorus of Melbourne people, <laughs> Melbourne people who want to talk down Sydney, talk about how bad everything in Sydney is. Sydney shouldn't have the New Year's test. We heard it. Even some... I, I, I hate to go against him because I love him. I love him like a brother. Jared Waitley. Oh. Jared Waitley oh. suggesting maybe we should move the test. It was Jared Waitley talking smack. He was talking, oh, he was talking hardcore Melbourne smack. Real um, smack, like hardcore Jared Waitley smack. <laughs> that's pretty good smack. <laughs> of all the smack, that's <laughs> He's a dangerous man. Yeah, so it, 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 I'm, I'm out on the edge here by going against oh. Waitley. It's not something you do on SEN. But <laughs> you know he listens to every single program yeah, on SEN at the same time. Well, he, he does, he, the ones he can't listen to, he just reads the transcript. There's <laughs> someone typing them out. That's what his bedtime reading. What, what did Barney say? On the Sydney one. Oh, yeah. He is. Yeah. <laughs> he is. But, uh, but this is the thing. This is the, this is the thing that annoys me. And, Brooksy, I've said to you, one of the things that appeals to me about radio is I, I love a good, like, talkback-style rant. Yeah. So I'm going to go on one here. Okay, here now, we go. I like this. It is, it is upsetting yeah. that we lost some days of cricket to rain in Sydney. But what's more upsetting is the chorus of absolute knobheads, <laughs> Derricks, Derricks, lunatics from Melbourne who think that's their opportunity to bring down a great city. Now, I like Melbourne. Doesn't sound like it. No, I like Melbourne. I like Melbourne a lot. I've, I've spent a lot of time there. I've spent time in Melbourne. I've been down there to perform. I've been to the comedy festival. I've performed at the comedy festival. And audience down, audiences down there, and it's, it's pretty common, down there when, you, when they find out you're from Sydney, they tend to have a problem. And I've, said, I've taken this up with Melbourne people. I said to one lady in an audience one night, I said, what is your problem with Sydney? Her response, her response was... <laughs> Do you know how often we have to watch the fireworks on the Harbour Bridge? Oh. Yeah. I was like, yeah, once a year. It's a New Year's <laughs> Eve thing, love. Settle down. She's like, yeah, but we have to watch them on TV. I said, so do we. We don't go to that bullshit. That's a tourist <laughs> thing. It's a nightmare to get out of. That aside, these Melbourne people, they, they think, they think, see, the thing is, is Melbourne people, this Sydney-Melbourne rivalry exists only in one city, and that city is Melbourne. Sydney people do not have a problem with Melbourne. Many times people in Melbourne say to me, oh, Sydney thinks it's better than Melbourne. I've got news for you, Melbourne. It's worse than that. Sydney doesn't really think about Melbourne. That's, that's what it is. No one's really thinking about me. If you think about Melbourne, you're thinking about a good place to go for a weekend or a week on holidays because there's so many good things to do in Melbourne. We can all agree on that. There's so many – there's things you can do in Melbourne you just can't do in Sydney. You can go – in winter, you can go to an afternoon AFL game, then wander across a small distance and go see an evening NRL match. That's something you can't do in Sydney. There's many, many more things you can do in Melbourne that you can't do in Sydney. In, in Melbourne, you can go to an AFL game. You can boo Adam Goods. You couldn't do that in Sydney, no, not without getting punched. Right, you can go to Melbourne. You can, you can invade a pitch and whack a goalkeeper with a bucket. You can't do that in Sydney. I'll be honest. There's lots of things you can do in Melbourne you can't do in Sydney. But there are also, also Sydney doesn't have a problem with you, Melbourne. You belittle yourselves. You're a great city. You belittle yourselves when you think you've got to drag Sydney down. I mean, the reality is, is if you don't like Sydney, that's fine. We don't mind. We're not really caring about that either. You, no one's asking you to move to Sydney. <laughs> no one's making you move to Sydney. There's lots of things Sydney doesn't have. Sydney doesn't have affordable rents or housing of any kind. It doesn't have workable public transport. It doesn't have parking near any of the beaches. 
But one thing it has enough of is people. <laughs> we got lots of people here in Sydney. It's a, it's a big city. There's lots of people. Some would say when you're sitting on the M5 on a Friday just trying to get home and it's taken an hour and a half and it's cost you 15 bucks. Some would say we've got too many people. <laughs> yeah. But Sydney is a good city. We're going to keep the New Year's test. Don't even bother whinging about it. Melbourne, you only belittle yourselves when you try and drag us down. Rant over. Oh, wow. Well, that's incredible, Ben Fordham. Well done. Yeah. Do you know, on the I'm leaning into this AM thing. I'm, I think it really suits me. Yeah. You just need to be slightly a bit more racist. Um, <laughs> and then, but I will say this for anyone who's listening from Melbourne, if you'd like tickets to Andrew Barnett's Melbourne Comedy Festival <laughs> show, uh, just head to andrewbarnett.com.au. Andrew Barnett Comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Your show's going to go well down there, mate. Mate, yeah, no, I'll be, I'll be back down there during the festival. Come <laughs> see me. I'll probably be at the Arbury. Anyway, uh, get involved. Uh, we'll be back with plenty more. We're going off to a break. But uh, if you want to talk Melbourne, want to talk Sydney, you want to talk absolutely anything, one three hundred zero one eleven seventy, or text us 0457 736 736. We're back soon. Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel, in stock now. Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Welcome back to the Summer Run Home on SEN. Yes, this is the Summer Run Home. Uh, it's supposed to be the Professor and Barney. The Professor's away, so you've got Barney. And sitting across from me, uh, Newcastle's greatest ever human being, Steve Philby Philp. Uh, and we are having a great time. If you want to get in, uh, in uh, involved in the show today, one uh, 1170 is the number to call, or you can text in 0457-736-736. Now, Philpy, uh, we just, uh, I just went on my first radio rant. I, lo- I loved your rant. Um, I probably won't do one of those, if that's all right. Um, yeah, you I'm, g- I'm good for a rant. Like, I am good for a rant. I've realised it's mostly about the pausing. <laughs> you just pause. For effect. Yeah. I mean, um, Julian King's very good at it. He is. I was listening to him on the way in, and I was like, you know what? I need to get some more King in my life. I yeah. need to be more like that man. Because he talks to himself on – like, you know, we're talking to each other, and that's quite easy to do, but he has to talk to himself. And I, don't, I just saw him in the corridor out here, and he's just on the chat to himself, like, the whole time. He's just yeah, walking no, up. He, I've seen him on a bus. He'll, he'll just <laughs> – on the bus on the way in, he just chats away to himself. He's a good chat. People I, – I was on a bus once, and I thought, geez, <laughs> Julian King's on the radio. Turned around. No, he's three seats behind me. <laughs> but you know what I did love, mate? Wasn't And I did, lo- I did love your rant. I'm not mm. going to say – but um, I love the what caught your ear. Yeah. Segment. Do you want to have a go? What, what, what caught your ear over the weekend? I wouldn't mind it because, obviously, at this time of the season – we're talking cricket deluxe, you know, and it yeah. is cricket season. Yeah, uh, in the back end of the cricket season, but we're only about a month away from like starting the footy again. And it's, I've got a little bit of it. Like the Knights win the comp this year. I don't care what anyone says. I, uh, feel free to text and argue that point. Oh four five seven seven three seven seven three six. But the Knights one hundred percent win the comp. Yeah. Um, but couldn't uh, agree more. I love already hearing a couple of fresh stories. We've already heard some stuff. And that, yesterday, hearing um, the Selwyn Cobbo. Uh, podcast yes. he did on the uh, on the back of the one three five, which I think is a podcast recorded on a bus. Great idea, yeah. Julian King's podcast. <laughs> yeah, <obviously. laughs> he should just be recorded. <laughs> yeah. um, but and if you weren't, uh, obviously this goes back to Tyson Gamble earlier last year having a bit of a crack on another podcast. Um, mm. <laughs> Interesting, isn't it? You know, and usually the coach and the playing staff of these clubs suggest that these players should go on a bit of a booze band, but maybe it should be a, a really small podcast band. Like, yeah. You know, maybe they shouldn't go on any podcast because, yeah, Selwyn Cobb has come out um, and he said some things about 
Coach Kevy Walters. In fact, let's have a bit of a listen to it now. He's a good person. Yeah. He's a good person, like a good bloke. But I don't think he's a good coach. Like, he's not the best coach, but he's he's all right. Like he's, I feel like he's just a good person, yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's just a good person, eh? But I don't reckon he's a he's a coach. Even that, though, that's he, what you need, right? Yeah, but even though, you know, he experienced footy, you know, you know he's been through all that grand finals and all, all that, but I feel like he's he's not a coach. But he's a good bloke, you know, he's a good person, does a lot for the club and that too, yeah. Mm. But the way he coaches, it's a bit weird, I guess. Wow. <laughs> wow, yeah. So He's a good person. I've never heard <laughs> such controversy over someone being called a good bloke 15 times in about 20 seconds. Does seem like that's a kiss of death in comedy, as you and is. I are both uh, stand-up comedians. If if someone says to you, oh, you know, uh, Steve Philp, is he, he's, what's his act like? And if someone replies... Oh, mate, lovely bloke. Great he's person. such a good bloke. He's good hang. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Means you're terrible, yep. right? Yeah. <laughs> so... As I said to you, though, on text, don't worry. No one in comedy calls you a good bloke. Mate. It's fine. <laughs> but so what do you reckon's happened here? Like, because See, Well, I, I read this story and then I read the response. He, he says he's been taken out of context. Okay. Um, he, it was supposed to be a joke. He's been taken out of context. Now, I, because I, I am, am a comedian and because I, you know, comedy's my business, I, I've been taken out of context before. I, I have a bit of sympathy for this because, I don't know, have you ever seen the Big Bang Theory clips where they run it without the laugh track. Yeah, because they've got a live studio audience, right? Yeah, yeah. It's so obviously much funnier you, when you're listening to it. If you hear it without the, the laugh track, it doesn't make sense. You don't realise they're joking. So what I've got Gibbo to do is, is add a laugh track and have a listen to this. He's a good person. Yeah. He's a good person, like a good bloke. But I don't think he's a good coach. Like he's not the best coach, but he's, he's all right. Like he's, I feel like he's just a good person, yeah. Yeah, he's just a good person, eh, but... I don't reckon he's a, he's a coach. Even that, though, that's he, what you need, right? Yeah, but even though, you know, he experienced footy, you know, you know he's been through all that grand final and all, all that, but I feel like he's, he's not a coach. But he's a good bloke, you know, he's a good person, does a lot for the club and that too, yeah. But the way he coaches, it's a bit weird, I guess. A lot of people on the back of the 135 bus. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, see, that, all of a sudden, you're like, this is comedy. Yeah, this really. Is. Did it make it see, although it did sound a lot better with the crowd, and uh, <laughs> but it still, to me, didn't sound out of context, though. I've got, I'm going to say. Oh, mate, see, I think the mistake he's made, and this is a common mistake people do make when they come in and get involved in media, is um, what's the number one rule, Philpy, of being in, involved in the media? You, you've got to learn to lie. Yeah. Like, you've got to be a general All liar. All the time. You're going to get asked a question about someone you don't like or someone, and you can't just go, oh, you know, he's, he's what, you know, what a Derek that bloke is. You can't. You've just got to smile, nod, and be like, you know, and tell a fakey, like, tell a bit of a lie. That's what you got to do. you just got to learn to lie, right? Yeah. Learn to lie, not tell the truth. And, and right. it's not that hard. Like, it, it, any of us can do it. Like, oh, oh, Brooksy, let's give you a go, see if you can lie. Um, mate, working with Joel and Fletch, what's that like? Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's, you know, that's that's why I left Fox to come here to work with Joel and Fletch. Like, that's, I love it. See how easy that is? <laughs> that's just, it's simple. It's uh, simple, simple stuff. I've got to admit, that one would have sounded better with the, with the applause underneath. <laughs> 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 yeah, ramp that up. Now, Gibbo, we're going to give you a go, mate. Um, let, me, let me ask you this. Uh, have, do, do you, uh, well, have you got a girlfriend, Gibbo? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just no, well, bang on that. Yeah, yeah. 
No, I, no, I'm not. I don't have a girlfriend. I'm always looking for a girlfriend, though. So if you're on the text line, mm. you know, maybe looking for love, <laughs> oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. I can lie a lot. Hopefully, with together. <laughs> So does this mean he's got a girlfriend? No, that's no. This just this had a real sharp yeah, turn, yeah, didn't yeah, it? Sorry about that, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Philby, um, let me ask you. I'm, yes. I'm doing a I'm doing a gig at the Manly Boat Shed on uh, Wednesday night. What's that going to be like, um, mate? You're going to have the time of your life. The five <laughs> people that will be there will be one of the like five of the best human beings of all time. That none of them will be backpackers. Not one of no. them will be a backpacker. <laughs> They'll all be sober. They'll, be, they'll have their listening ears on, and you'll more than likely get a standing ovation. Dream um, gig. Yeah. How good. This is going to be fantastic. So this is this is it. So when This is, brings us to our, uh, our topic. We want people to get involved here today. Uh, get involved. Give us a call, 1300 011170 or 057-736-736. Tell us when, when you should have lied or just lie to us. Um, I think there are... Well, here we go. We've already got someone who's oh, telling. Go. They've kind of got it around the wrong way, though. Or maybe they are lying. The reptile <laughs> has written in, Barney, you're a man, nothing better than you in the afternoon. But Philpy, uh, you're about as interesting <laughs> as a proctology exam done by... Okay, we might just leave it there. Scissorhands. That is... Well, in fairness, um, that would be interesting. Yeah. Well, it's like a two-for-one deal. You get the proctology dream. and the snip <laughs> in the same procedure. <laughs> I love it. Keep it coming. Uh, what else we what else we got uh, here? Oh, uh, Statsy from Freshwaters uh, responding to my rant earlier. G'day boys, Melbourne has an inferiority complex. They're like the guy who has a quick peek while standing next to you at the urinal. <laughs> I love Melbourne, awesome city to go to, but the way they call this, themselves Australia's most livable city is laughable. As uh, as to is their tag, sporting capital of the world. There's a dozen little college towns in the US that. Uh, poo all over Melbourne in terms of sports and entertainment around it. The toothbrush was invented in Collingwood. If it was invented in any other place, it would be called a teeth brush. Oh, wow. Melbourne, what a town. Statsy from Freshwater. That wow. is Statsy. Uh, mate, you need to call in because you'd have a good rant. Yeah. Well, that, that's some great rant writing. <laughs> so, um, so when else uh, have you had to lie, Philpy? Yeah, get, I mean, we've all had to lie in terms of uh, in a relationship where, you know, a partner will come out and say, how, does, how do I look in this? Or, yeah. what, where you know, you, you have to lie in those scenarios. Like, you can't be completely honest, right? Yeah, so, you don't want to know when she looks cracking. <laughs> you know, <laughs> honestly, I've seen you look better, love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a Cobo, isn't it? Yeah. Like, that's a Cobo. <laughs> that's a, oh, yeah, yeah, when have you done a Cobo? Yeah. That's the other, yeah. <laughs> the other one. When, when should you have lied and you didn't? It's like you hear stories of people going for jobs and I remember back in the day a few mates went for jobs at KFC and McDonald's yeah. and the first or up around the first few questions is have you stolen before usually they're multiple choice or <laughs> yeah. yes no and some people go you know what it's best to tell the truth here <laughs> yes I have stolen and they somehow don't get the second interview with KFC in fact I've stolen from this KFC <laughs> I stole your pencil <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're on the summer run home with Barney and Philpy. We're back real soon. Yes, thanks, Nath. Well, red weather there too. How good is that? 
I want to be Nath, to be honest. You uh, want to be him. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the uh, run home. Thanks to Hyundai, Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel in stock now, and Blundstone Rotoflex by Blunt, Rotoflex by Blundstone. That stability meets the freedom to move. Uh, we're chatting about when you should have lied or when you've accidentally done a cobo. Uh, <laughs> uh, get involved one three hundred zero one eleven seventy or text in zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Um, and we're, right now we're going to do our uh, weekend sports wrap thanks to at the Coalface. Visit coalfaceworkwear.com.au. Now we'll start with the, the big sport of the weekend, which was the, um, the finishing of the third test. The Aussies falling eight wickets short of a clean sweep. Um, Philpy, did you see much of the, the cricket, mate? What did you make of the, uh, the third test? Uh, I saw a little bit. I didn't see much of day three. Um... Not entirely sure what I missed, um, but uh, <laughs> took you got, took you a little while there. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I I tried to go to day three. I met a mate outside the stadium. We were so so ambitious, and uh, after about an hour and a half of standing in torrential rain, uh, we decided to get a coffee and go home. That was it. <laughs> yeah, that was it. What did they do at the ground? Did they show you know like when the cricket's off and they'll. On the telly, they'll put a matinee movie on or they'll chuck on like... Oh, yeah, like at school, wet weather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what they should have done. Frasier or Wings. Yeah, they could have put yeah, like a... On the show. On the should have shown screen. the Goonies. Yeah. <laughs> well, there would have been other cricket on somewhere. Couldn't they have just put another game on <laughs> and everyone just pretended? There was Pakistan and New Zealand going on. Sometimes uh, Fox Cricket went to that. Did they? That's, they should do more simultaneous tests just in case. At the ground, mm. they should have done a bit of that because what... And I heard most of the crowd stuck around for the entire day, which was huge. Yeah, well, well you've paid... Well, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you so. bought your ticket. You may as well sit and drink $18 beers at the stadium. Well, did Justin Hems do a bit of a, like, you know, because it was... Rainy day special. Yeah. Was he, he should, yeah. yeah. should have done a rainy day special. I, I don't know, because I, I was... My plan was to buy tickets on the day. And uh, so, yeah, tight ass. We just stayed outside for a bit and then went home. There was a lot of controversy in the match in terms of, firstly, about the weather, then in terms of... You know, the country loves becoming selectors, don't we? Like, uh, we're essentially the last selector of the team. You know, everyone, as soon as Ashton Agar wasn't getting any wickets, everyone starts blowing up. Why is he in the team? Why is Renshaw in the team? He's yeah. got COVID. There's a bit of all the drop catches or the, you know, catches that were not catches. Everyone blows up about that. Um, my favourite thing was the last day when the commentators all just have a crack. Ricky Ponting said before the play, this is going to be remembered as one of the greatest finishes to a test match we've ever seen, right? And I was you like, know what? Ricky <laughs> Ponting, is he could spend some time with Selwyn Cobo and teach him a thing or two because yeah. that's some class media lying. Yeah, he did. Well, he did. That's right. He did lie. And Will Pekofsky later in the day when um, Steve Smith, that catch kind of, whether it was not a catch or a catch, he said this. He goes, they should have just given him out so the game could have been a bit more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, mate, you're out because it's just in the spirit of cricket and this game moving the, along a bit. <laughs> the laws of cricket state <laughs> game should be interesting above nothing else. Um, Josh Hazelwood. Now, that was the big chat before. And, you know, geez, the, there were some people from Melbourne really uh, vocal about, um, about the fact that Josh Hazelwood didn't deserve to come straight back into the side. But for my money, proved, uh, proved the doubt is wrong. Uh, five wickets in his return. He looked uh, he looked good. Mate, massive Newcastle Knights fan. So, like, my favourite player instantly. Yep. <laughs> he's, he's an absolute gun. And I, that's another thing about, you know, the Melbourne. They do whinge about the New South Wales players in the cricket. Like, it's been a continuous argument for years, isn't it? Mm. Oh, well, this whole team is bloody New South Wales. Well, it just happens that they're mostly the best players, yeah. doesn't it? So, what, you know, what do you want? What do you want to do? Where's the, what's the argument about? But, um, look, I think... 
There's another part of me that thinks, you know, we only had two days in Brisbane with that test. Can't you just carry them over? <laughs> well, so extra days. Yeah. So we lost a day with rain. You just go, let's just take that Brisbane three days, just add another day on. And people oh, would go. Like this. I, I'd, I would have gone to the cricket today, wouldn't you? Well, I, I had to work. Oh, but, yeah, so. um, <laughs> well, we wouldn't have, though, because the, the, no, the, the SEM would have been calling it. That would have been excellent. <laughs> we, I'd love to hear Jared's thoughts on the weather today. It's beautiful out there. <laughs> Back in Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> Nath, if you're listening, mate, uh, let him know. Um, <laughs> no, and, yeah, it was McQuarja, named player of the match, uh, obviously left stranded on 195 after the Aussies declared midway through day four. Um, what do you reckon? Was it a was it a match decision or did it have something to do with Pat Cummins and climate change? Did he? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's maybe Uzi's the first victim of climate change. His, his double ton is the first victim of climate change. Um, I think you're right. Now, in all media reports, Usman Kawaja looked completely. He did that. He he didn't do a cobo, did he? No, he, he didn't do a cobo. No. He did. He did the right thing. He lied. He lied. He sat there and said it's about like, the team. He goes, I even I even went forward and put my hand up and just to clear the air, so it wasn't awkward. And said, <laughs> look, mate, you know, let's do this. And like, come on, deep down, he's going, mate, five run. Like, yes, yeah. come on. No, that's like that. That maybe he did do that, but I think I feel like you know when you're out with a mate who's much richer than you, and you have dinner, and then he goes, "I'll shout," and then you go, "No, no, no, mate, I'll get this." You, oh. you're, pol- you're being polite. You know you're not paying for dinner. Yes, you're being polite. Maybe it was he was doing that thing where he goes, "Oh, I got to seem like I'm the team guy," but never expected you know Paddy Cummins to go, "Okay, yeah, we'll declare." You know, it's yeah. like, mate, it's Australia five runs. Australia were never going to win, were they? Really? Like, well, no, well. I don't know, like, you'd, you'd back them most times against that South African batting lineup. But, yeah, yeah when when the um, when you're looking at what was it they needed, was it on the last day they needed 14 wickets? 14 wickets? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it was looking, you, they were up against it. Yeah, let him get his 200. Let's go yeah. back out again, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what you could have said, too, is when, you, when you're getting your 200, for those five runs, maybe just, you know, try and run a little down the middle of the pitch or at least for the first <laughs> bit, you know what I mean? Just get some scuff marks going so we can manufacture something here. Yeah, 100%. Um, Matty Renshaw, um, <laughs> an inauspicious return to test cricket. Um, not in uh, so much the the fact that he didn't really get in a cha- much of a chance to uh, distinguish himself, but um, had to spend the first couple of days sitting on his own, <laughs> like that, like the new kid at school. I liked when straight away it was it was reported in the, in the middle of a game and he was sitting right next to someone and then as soon as he saw himself on camera, he was like, oh, hang on, <laughs> better move down there a little bit. So he shuffled his way down. But, yeah, he didn't play a huge role in the game. What I love is he's clearly the world's tallest ever bat pad. Like, yeah. Like I, but when you're looking around going, who should field in there? And they go, what about that guy, seven foot twelve? Let's put him in <laughs> close to the bat. Mate, it's the last man in. <laughs> you, yeah. get the, you get the bad position. So... <laughs> Um, Dean Elgar struggled throughout this series. Um, now I, I, I don't know. I'm a bit of a, up until this series, I've been a bit of a rap on Dean Elgar. I like the way he bats. I, I think he's, he's a, he's a good cricketer, but have you seen a guy who seems more out of form? Yeah. He, he looks rattled, doesn't he? He, um, his best day was day three for sure. Uh, where he just sat under the cover out of the rain. Um, 
like he's got a lot of runs in the last couple of years and just not out here. Just didn't work for him, did it? And you know what? Maybe it was the responsibility of him captaining a, a new team, a young team. A lot of guys on debut, a lot of guys coming in for the first time. They've obviously, they're in a bit of a transition period, South mm. Africa. So I reckon maybe that had a bit to do with it. Um, but he's playing a lot of shots down the leg side. He got out twice. Uh. Yeah, they'd done their homework on him. They knew where he's making his mistakes. Um, now, just on there, just on the fact that we did lose, um, we did lose some time in the, test but it did get us to a day five and a competitive day five um as ricky ponting said one of the greatest finishes <laughs> um one of the greatest early finishes in yeah. test match history but we had just over twenty thousand fans on the on the final day of a test that that i've got to say is something you don't see often um because most let's be honest if it gets most test matches if they get to day five at the moment, uh, it's it's a gold coin donation on the way in. Yeah, hundred percent. And the crowds in cricket of all forms have dropped a lot mm. uh, in more recent times. So it was good to see. I mean, the Sydney Test always gets a crowd, regardless of the weather or whatnot. Um, it's clearly a great ground to watch cricket at. And it, and the other thing is, you can't take away from it. It's the perfect time of year to watch cricket. Yeah. New Year's, like it's it, it, that's the the sort of last week that most people have off. Um, so you know you can you can plan your sort of little post-Christmas holiday around it. And, uh, yeah, you're, you're feeling all right. Now, moving on from the summer, for the summer we've just seen, obviously looking forward now, we're going, uh, the test side goes to India um, and then the World Test Championship. Uh, on that, it looks like we are, I don't want to do the, uh, the pundit's curse and say that, uh, <laughs> that Australia is shoo-in to make it, but they're looking pretty, pretty good to make it. I think they've got to lose... Um, 4-0 in India. Is that right, Brooksy, if they're going to miss the... And Sri Lanka have got to win 2-0 against New Zealand. In New Zealand. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> that was dramatic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that wasn't lying at all. Yeah, yeah don't... Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and then, do they, they play a game, is that right? Forgive me for not knowing how this in, um, international... Yeah, so they, they they play a test match at Lords. Uh, it'll precede the Ashes, um, uh, so it'll uh, and that looks like at this stage most likely to be India and Australia in England, which is uh, I kind of like that because it takes it, the home ground advantage away from. Them. Yeah, I think so. Like that, when you've got a Super Bowl esque sort of event, yeah, as this is yeah. every year, you want to sort of you don't want to go to India if they're second. No, and it's like a little first oh. date for the Australians before the Ashes, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You know, they get a look at the ground. Yeah, have a little have a bit of a look around. Hello, how are you? <laughs> David Warner won't be uh, having a very nice first date. He, obviously, David Warner has a lot to prove going forward. To, obviously, man of the series and and look, it's yeah, been... man of the series. What, what do we make of that? Yeah, oh, we're talking to Travis Head later. It's something we could probably bring up with him. But did we? You struggle to find anyone who's who today who's saying yes, David Warner should have been man of the series. Mate, I mean, assuming he doesn't even think that he should have got man of the series. I know. I I was coming in planning the show it was of that same you know idea that it was like how, but I think it went on the three. Uh, players of the match were Head, Warner, Kawaja, mm. in that order, and then 
they had to pick who was the best out of who was the best man of the match performance basically as your tiebreaker. Sure. So his double ton in a winning test in Melbourne. Yeah. yeah. Usurps uh, Kawaja's oh, sure. one ninety five in a draw and uh, Travis Head you, just short of a century. You didn't think it was just like Australian cricket maybe going. Um, congratulations, you're never going to captain Australia award. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just take Travis Head when we yeah. talk to him. Wait, just take man of the series and shut up. Yeah. Was that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Silencer. <laughs> that's that's not Cobo, is it? That's not a Cobo. <laughs> or maybe that is a Cobo moment. You know. Yeah. Instead of them, you know, obviously. Well, let's let's see. When we talk to Travis Head, we know he probably doesn't think Dave Warner should be um, should be man of the series. I'm just going to assume that. Um, I don't mind putting words in his uh, brain, but um, <laughs> but let's see what comes out of his mouth. Let's see if he goes the Cobo or he goes the uh, he goes the the uh, the the more media trained version where you just lie. Who announced it? Was it Valandis? Because remember, remember that time he had to announce where the grand final was that he became a comedian. And he goes Melbourne. Uh, and he goes Melbourne. So maybe it he's, was him going man, he, of the, yeah. man of the series is David Water. And then someone forgot to. He, oh, he, is this <laughs> our moonlight uh, <laughs> um, Oscar Oscar moment all over again? Oh. Have they? Have the people from uh, what was that? The, yeah, La La Land, wasn't oh, it? Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Mm. All right, well, <laughs> you're listening to the Summer Run Home. Uh, Barney and Philby in, and uh, we're having a great time. Get involved, as I said, one three hundred zero one eleven seventy, or text us 0457736736. We'll be back real soon. Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel, in stock now. Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Welcome back to the Summer Run Home on SEN. Yes, you're on the Summer Run Home with Barney and Philpy. Uh, we are doing the weekend sports wrap thanks to at the Coalface. Visit coalfaceworkwear.com.au. Now, we've talked about the test on the weekend, but the other big uh, my favourite moment from the weekend was the Adelaide International Final. Novak Djokovic came from one set down to beat young gun Sebastian Korda uh, and win his 92nd ATP title. Now, we all love watching a, a good win from uh, from a set down, but my favourite thing was how, after Novak lost the first set, how he reacted. He had a blow-up at uh, the people in his box. Have a listen to this. I think uh, Novak's upset with someone in his... Uh, I'm not sure whether you can tell, Rog. He's upset with someone in his body, box. Body. wants yeah. him to leave, I think. Yeah, he does. I'm just waiting to see who that is. And I think it's his brother, which is uh, which is interesting. Or he, there might be a few of them that have been told to make their way out. But anyway, uh, we're waiting to see. Yep, there's his brother who's, and the agents. That's unusual. Yeah, wow. doing what we all want to do, wow. telling his brother to get out of here. So, <laughs> what, anyways, he was, what was he saying, you reckon? He was just saying, you, get out of here, you're a bad coach. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, can you go top up the parking meter? He'd forgotten. Mate, he's gone full Cobo. <laughs> yeah, he did. He's gone full Cobo. You're listening to the Summer Run Home with Barney and Philpy. We're back real soon.